Okay. Oh, nice. Good morning, everybody. Good. Here we go. Yeah, we have more. Thank you. Uh, should this be here? Yeah, it's here. Okay. Baruchim Abayim, everyone. Thank you for coming. So I'm very excited to learn the Tzadok today. I've been missing it the last few weeks, but it's for good reasons. Actually, do you want to turn on that? The whole shear is about like uh, the other one. I think it's the other one. Uh, other one? Sorry. By he or, yeah, the whole shear is basically going to be about uh, trying to understand this, this wonderful term that, bless you, that we're all very uh, familiar with. And I want to look at it today through Reb Tzadok's eyes. Do you want me to, I'm going to move this. I'm sorry. Okay. Thank you. I can put it, I can put it. Thank you. So, I always say every year, and I, I feel it this year also, is that when it comes to Bereshit, I don't know how to go inside, I don't know how to start. It's so overwhelming. And it's exciting, but I'm always looking for like an entry into beginning to learn the Chumash again, to learn the Torah again. So of course... Someone could say, well, just start learning Chumash and Rashi. Like, what's the... Just start learning. And that's true. Panemius-wise, I'm trying to always, every year, find a new, like, Tam into going into the learning. And um, I think that this is going to, at least for me, when I saw this, I got very excited. And uh, I hope for us as well. And I'm going to ask a question at the beginning of Shira, which we're going to answer. We're going to answer together at the end of the Shira. But for, I want us to first give out some ideas first before, before, before we do it, okay? And that is as follows. When we say, we love to say, oh, you should be blessed with a lot of light. Um, we even named our second daughter, like, like Aura. It's a name, it's, it's there, it's in the air. We speak about this a lot, Aura, Aura, light. What do, we, what, do we mean when we, what do we mean when we say light? What do we mean? What do you think? Like, what does it mean to you? When we say we should have a lot of light is coming down. Clarity. Okay, keep that in. Clarity. So you can see. In light you can see. Clarity so you could see. So you could see what? So you can see people looking for meaning, for purpose, for, okay. for joy. Good. For... good, good, good. Anything else so come? Blessings, like positive things. Positivity, brachas, that's light. Positivity, brachas. Holiness, or anything else? Connection. Chibur. I guess you could throw anything positive into this. Uh, <laughs> so, I'm not going to say everything you said is, of course, true. Um, so now let's see how Reb Tzadok addresses this, and he's going to do it in a really beautiful way. Mamash, this is something very, very special. So this is, the big, this is half, or maybe even a third, of the first, second piece in the Sefer Pre Tzaddik. That's Reb Tzaddik's parish on the Torah. Very beautiful Sefer, very hard Sefer. Remember, Reb Tzaddik is lambdas, it's not vorts. It's building up a, it's building up a whole topic and, you know, really get, bringing us into the whole Torah as we learn it. So, you know, in the beginning, it may be a little bit, not in the beginning, we already went through the beginning. If, you, if it's your first time learning Reb Tzedek, it's not, it's not the norm of like how you come to learn a shir, especially not one that's more or less, you know, chasidut, but it's a beautiful, beautiful turn. Here, Sarah, you want a copy? Yeah. 
So this is pre tzaddik or besim in Bereshis. Famous Bemidrash Bereshis, Bemidrash Bereshis Rabbah. Yeah, come, come, yes. This is a famous, this is a famous Midrash in Bereshis Rabbah, where it says like this, Hey pe'amim or sheniskar b'ma'amar yehi or keneged chamisha chum Torah. The word light shows up five times in the creation of the world, and that is keneged chamisha chum Torah. So we all know, like, you know, Yehi Or, by Yehi Or, right? But there's, there's more than that. There's more Or than that. And he's going to say, he's going to explain this Medrash, that the five times that the word light is mentioned in Briyat Olam, in the beginning of the creation of the world, is really helping us understand what each Sefer of the Chumash is giving us. Based on that, once we understand that, we'll hopefully be able to understand what the word light means. Okay, look at this. So the first one is Vayomer Elokim Yehi Or. That's the, obviously the, the, the first one. Vayomer Elokim Yehi Or Keneged Sefer Bereshit. So that's obviously the first one is Keneged Sefer Bereshit. Shebon Nit Asek Hakadosh Baruch Hu Ubara Olamu. Where that's the first, you know, the first um, entry into the, our our relationship with God. God is busy. Creating the world. That's Yehi Or. That's what Hashem is doing. He's creating the world. Yehi Or. Ha'inu. Shenitzrechun nefashot sheyu kelim lekabalat ha'or. God can create light, but God is also busy preparing nefashot, people, souls, that can be vessels to receive the light. This is very important. Do you think God would have created light if He didn't create people in the world? For what purpose? purpose? Right, exactly. For what purpose? What purpose would there be light if there wasn't someone to be a receptacle to receive that light? So Hashem is creating light, but while He's yehi oring, right, while He's basically, you know, he does, He's doing this, He's preparing people to be, to be receivers of this or, which is what, which is what Sefer Bereshit is all about. Definitely Parashat Bereshit, but He's going to explain here, really that's all Sefer Bereshit. Now, the whole world is supposed to receive light. But people that can really understand the pnimiyot of light is reserved, is reserved for us. Now, he explains it like this. We're referring to all the souls that, that have come down in Sefer Bereshit as the generations have come down in a chain. No, you had a good word. What did you say once? Um, it was a good word. Chain of descent. No, I mean, that is good, but you had something else once. Okay, I'm saying it. Ve'em kol ha-nefashot she'avru b'sevei b'rishit b'ishtal shilut ha-dorot ad shenoldu yud bet shiftei kan until the 12 tribes of HaKadosh Baruch Hu were born. Ve'em ha-hem ikara kinim le-kabalat ha-or And if you look through sevei b'rishit, it ends off with Yaakov Avinu setting up the Shvatim in Parshat Vayichi, what is he basically doing to them by telling them what he's telling them? He's making them be Kalim to receive the light. Which, the huh? That the well, the Torah wasn't given yet. No, no, no. We're, right now there's a Yehi Or, and there's people to receive the Or. That's, 
the first ma'amar of Vayomer Elokim Yehi Or, Keneged Sefer Bereshit. And if you look at, and, and it's beautiful, because even though, even though, Tiffy, wait, wait, wait till a little bit later, okay? I love you. Wait, wait till a little bit later. Now, if you, if you remember, the way Yaakov Avinu sets everyone up there in the beginning, uh, sorry, at the end of Sefer Bereshit, you almost feel like, wow, he's really giving it to them at the end, specifically, who, which two Shvatim? Who are the two? Shimon and Levi. He's really giving it to them. But the tzaddik knows how to give you... He, light, he's not worried about. The tzaddik knows light's going to come down day and night. And this is a, bless you, it's a little bit of a chiddush. Light will come down all day and all night. That's not the inyan. The inyan is, how do you become someone to receive that light? The tzaddik gives us kelim to receive the light. That's, that's the most important thing the tzaddik really does. Not just, here's light, 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 because light's coming down from Shemaim all day long. So if you look at Sefer Bereshit as one big unit, it's Hashem creating light, and the tzaddik saying, here, learn how to receive it. That's the whole Sefer Bereshit, in a nutshell, okay? Sweetie, I love you, my love. Wait, wait till after this year to do all this, okay? Thank you so much. Don't worry, I'll, I'll let you know as soon as we're done. A whole Sefer of Midos. Nachon. Of, of, it's like a Masilas Yisharim almost, like, Okay. That is the first one. Two. So the, the first one was, and then what does it say? When's the second time light is mentioned? That's when we came out from darkness to light. Like when it says, Yehi Or, we became people of light. We were in such darkness, and we came out to light. Hidgalut or a Torah ba'olam So, Zava, what you're saying in Sefer Shmot is the Torah, right? So he says the revelation of the light of the Torah in this world is what Vayehi Or means. Vegalut Mitzrayim hakodem hu hachanal And the beginning of the parsha. Now, if you think about it, Sefer Shmot has how many parshias? Shmot Eleven, eleven parshiot. Out of the 11 parshiot, how many of them are still in Mitzrayim? It's really just three. We start leaving in the third, even. But we know how long, or the, how long does the, do, do the first three parshiot take place chronologically? Berach 210 years. Give or take, exactly, because we, we already went down to Mitzrayim in Parshat Vayigash, really. But let's say 200 years, okay? Let's say, give or take 200 years. How long are the next eight parashiyot in Sefer Shemot? 40. No, 40 months. Right, a few months. A few months. Maybe, maybe a month. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Think about it. How long? It's really, I mean, you could say 49 days. It, it's not clear exactly. I mean, no, it probably is clear exactly to those that know exactly how clear it is. <laughs> We're trying to, like, get these things off on the gospel here, but think about it for a second, right? When, when, did we, when did we get to Har Sinai? We got to Rosh Chodesh Sivan. Now, how long from the beginning of, of Rosh Chodesh until... Even one week, really. So it's very interesting. But there's all these days that are just 
new kelim to understand this new light that we received. And the hachana for that light was the darkness of all darkness, and that is Mitzrayim. Now generally, in order for light to be refined and revealed, and boy, do we know it, there are hachanot, there are preparations, and they are hard, and they are painful, and they are very difficult. Like he says over here, Kmosha Katuv, it says in the Kemar Brachas, Shalosh Matanot, where three things were given uh, through, through Yisurim. And really, well, we added in here Torah, Eretz Yisrael, and Olam Haba. That's what the Gemara says. Three things are given to us, it's three Yisurim. Eretz Yisrael, Niknet, how many times have you heard this after Aliyah? Eretz Yisrael, Niknet, Aliyah, Yisurim. It's one of the things that are acquired through Yisurim. Wow. Yesterday something happened. Yesterday, my brother's son, my brother's second son, they did Hanachas Tefillin for him at the Kotel. It was so special. It was so special. Apparently it was there for Shachis. It was beautiful. We're walking back. I'm walking back with the kids to the car in uh, Mamila. And someone walks down the street, and I don't know who it is, and he says to me, Shlomo. And he mentioned, that I'm not going to say which city in the States, because I don't want to Khalila Mabayashim. He said, I could say, I'll make up a city because it definitely wasn't this one, right? But imagine what it is. He said, Shlomo, Nebraska needs you. Oh. <laughs> and Mike, we're just walking down the street and then this guy comes up, whatever this city is, needs you. <laughs> oh, you're from Nebraska? Oh my God. <laughs> it could be true. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Who would have thunk? <laughs> Come on. Who, uh, Iowa. 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 Wyoming, anybody? Uh, Albuquerque. Maine? No, no, it's you. No, 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 no. Maine's too, too shy. It wasn't in Nebraska, and it wasn't the Wyoming. It wasn't in Iowa. It was like one of these illegal settlements. You know? It's not Tinek, but Rev Riskin had to remember he called, he told Tinek an illegal settlement. Illegal Jewish settlement. No. And my kids were my. I was, my, my, my kids, first of all, were like, what, what just happened over here? And I, like, I was, Baruch Hashem, my kids were there, because if not, I would have, I would have grabbed the guys, like, no. You need this. Here, we're, 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 we're outside the Chomot, you know? Yeah. We're outside the Chomot. But there's this Indian that Eretz Yisrael niknet al to get to the realization of how much I need Eretz Yisrael and how much Eretz Yisrael has given to me, just read the column that my friend Ari Weiss, Allah Shalom's father, wrote for the Jerusalem Post this week. Rabbi Stuart Weiss, Rabbi Shmuel Weiss. Just read about what it means. Eretz Yisrael, Nikinet Ali Yisurim. So that's true about Eretz Yisrael. It's also true about Torah, to be konet Torah, not to like Torah. Big difference. Making a Kenyan on Torah. You ever see those chava that they try, they try, they try, and it just doesn't work for them. They, they try learning, they're trying to learn. But then eventually, something, there's a switch, and it goes off. And it's like, ah, a Kenyan. They make it, you make a Kenyan, you have to go through a lot of pain in order to become someone that can make an acquisition on Torah. That's different than just liking Torah and even going to a shir once in a while, which are good things. But the Kenyan of it, People can go through their whole lives. It's very difficult. Remember the famous story, the Pesach uh, uh, of Kubrin, 
where he said that the word, he was the son of Reb Moshe of Kabrina, big giant tzaddik Tamil Chacham, and his son was a tzaddik, but he wasn't a Tamil Chacham at all. And some of the people in the base Medrash knew that Reb Pesach of Kabrin is not a Tamil, he's a tzaddik, it's not a Tamil Chacham, and they probably thought he was going to be crowned the next Rebbe. And it probably got to them, a little kinawise. So they would ask him, Hey, Pesach, um, what does it say? In, where were the Gemara they were learning? What's Pshat Tosfos and Baba Basra and Daf Tesdain or whatever? And he always made another example, another excuse as to how he, whatever he couldn't explain it right now. And they kept on going at him for a while. And one time they did made a big tumult out of this in the middle of the base Medrash where they stopped everything and they said, "We've been trying so hard to understand this Rashi for weeks already, but thank God, Reb Pesach is here. He'll explain it to us." And he was so full of busha. That the story is he closed the Gemara that he didn't really understand anyway, and he ran into the forest and he cried, begged the Ribbana Shneilam. He said, I, there's nothing I want more in this world. There's nothing I want more in this world than to understand just one page of Gemara. I'm crying. He cried so much to Hashem to make the Kenyan possible for him. He ended up being one of the greatest Rashi Yeshivas. But he had to go through such Choshech and Ilavon in order to make the Kenyan on the Torah. So that's true about Torah. That's true about Eretz Yisrael. And the Gemara says that's true also about Olam Haba. What's the Choshech that precedes Olam Haba? <laughs> Welcome. This. So, Yehi Or, when you establish light, Yehi Or is Sefer Shmot. Why? Because the Hachana for it was that darkness of Mitzrayim. And the Kenyan we made on the Torah was filled with a bunch of mistakes, like the Egel Azav. But eventually, we got out of the Afela, we got out of the darkness, and we came into the light. Me'afela le'ora. Okay, so that's the second time or is mentioned. Third time light is mentioned in the Torah. Vayar elokim et ha'or kitov. God saw the light, and he said, this is great. Vayar elokim et ha'or kitov. Kitov keneged sefer vayikra. This is a, this is in, this is for sefer vayikra. By the way, how long is sefer vayikra chronologically? No. Not even the exact people know because there is no concept of time in sefer vayikra. Right? There is no. There you, you have maybe three stories, more or less, but we don't really. It's not really. It doesn't play a role so much in the chronology. We're still there by the heart. We're still there. We didn't start going lighter yet. We're still there. So, what's Vayikra all about? It's so with halacha, which means, I love this. Sefer Vayikra is the light, it's like tunnels. Like there was a light that came down, and then the halachas are like all these different tunnels that the light suddenly realizes, oh, I could go through here, reach here, this world of halacha, this world of halacha, this inyan I have in my life, this inyan I have in my life, that's what all the halachas, the Sefer Vayikra are showing us, that the light is not just about there is a God, and He's here, but rather, all the halachas of Tuma and Tahara and, and Shmita and whatnot, the light travels, the light travels into all the details of life. And that's so beautiful, that's, our, our basic hana'a in this world, the real pleasure, is seeing how there's light of vayehi or 
that is embed that has traveled through the way I tie my sh- what shoe I put on in the morning, that there's light in there. How I go to the bathroom, crazy. I'm going to the bathroom. There's light in there. How I come out of the bath, there's light in there. So this is what's called hitpashtuta, or that means vayayalokimita, or ki tov. That, he says, is keneged sefer vayikra. So we've done breishit, shmot, vayikra. Again, breishit is vayomalokim yehi, or shmot is vayehi, or and vayayalokim et ha'or ki tov is sefer vayikra. Now we get to the... Now we get to the juice. And this is hard. So this, yeah. the light only came into existence in these moments, in these sukim, meaning the specific lights that we're talking about only came into existence when it was mentioned here, like in these sukim? I, I want to understand your question better. Say it again, or say it differently. So there, there, are we saying that light came into existence at different points in the... Um, Throughout the Torah, like meaning, as opposed to, as opposed to, there was like one light that was created at the beginning of time, and then we're just accessing it. There was one light that was created in the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Oh, okay. The access points to the different types of the different light, the different mm-hmm. form, not forms of light, but the different moments of the gilui of, of the revelation of the light, mm-hmm. is how each sefer mm-hmm. is basically brought to us. Mm-hmm. I mean, it says chiddush. This is a you have to be such a brilliant. Uh, artist to do something like this. This is not a simple thing, but the way he's doing it, it's not just like, hey, this is fun, look at this, he's, he's showing. No, this actually is the way the light then comes out into the being mm-hmm. through, through each sefer. Because each sefer has to be filled with light. Mm-hmm. The question is, in what form? Does that answer? Want to say something? Yeah, I just want to say that I, I love, I love, the, I love, I mean, you're saying we're about to get to the juice, but I love the thing about Vayikra because, especially as you pointed out, it's like no time, but it's death. So, like, sometimes when we get to Sefer Vayikra in the year, you know, people are like, mm, Vayikra, <laughs> you know? But, like, this is actually, like, the... Seeping this in. is what, Right, the seeping in, exactly. And, and that's and actually what you end up taking with you more than, like, the big events. Well, it's like when you get a, a, a brand new appliance and you're so excited to use it and then you're, they give you the manual. I'm going to jump in and use it. <laughs> Like, like a fan. I told you about the fan that we bought for the sukkah this year. I bought, I was the day before Yantiv, Erev Yantiv, and I, I knew, you know, usually we need, the, the bees come, we had a, you know, we have a lot of bees in our sukkah. And at night, I didn't want the, we were sleeping there, I didn't want the Yetushim to come, the mosquitoes to come and, it's whatever. So I got to try to get a new fan before sukkah. It's one that you don't have any problems with. It ended up, Nachman always pulled it out from the sukkah right before Yantiv, Shabbos started, but whatever. Um, and I got it, and, and I went to the store, and the guy in the hardware store here said, I said to him, I just need, I'm not the guy that's going to sit with him. He's like, no, no. I'm like, it's Erev Yantiv. Tom was here for an hour and a half trying to figure this one out. Okay? A lot of light in the details, you know, flowing through. But you, what would you say about deep water? You said about... It should be light and not water. It's pashtut, right. <laughs> Deep water is seeping. Well, I have to share with you something, and I hope this won't stop. No, this won't stop the recording, but I have to. Uh, this is a. 
You, you know that person that I've, I've mentioned a few times here, Michal Shapiro, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to read you a, a note he wrote me before uh, Yantiv. He wrote the, har- the Harvest again, right? He wrote Everlasting Love, Dum Dum. Oh, yeah, yeah. Listen to what he wrote. This is an amazing thing. It's no wonder the Avos were busy digging wells because the sweet waters of life run underground and they need to be uncovered and revealed through the removal of earthly substance. Don't you get emails like this every day? Like this kind of why, why, did I, why, why did I think about this? Because the heat pashtut of the or... Um, is what Sefer Vayikra is all about, and that's not when there's like exci- really exciting, big things. It's the others digging wells to show how it, it really does travel. The light travels everywhere, but I have to do the avoda of. <laughs> he, was, he was talking about obviously the chafira of the ego of removing you know earthly substance in order for all this light to travel everywhere. But that Reb Tzadok is saying vayar or kitov. That's, a, that's, that's, what, that's what gives Hashem this tov feeling, seeing how Yidin spend their lives trying to dig tunnels for the light to, to find its way to every area of our life, of our being. Amen. A beautiful thing. Okay, let's go, let's go more. For Vayavdel, now we come to a very interesting word used for light. Vayavdel elokim ben ha'oru ben Now God divides. And this is... An amazing thing that someone was speaking about this much more harshly. I'm going to say it very gently, but the downfall of big regime, regimes, even in our time, is because there's no havdalah anymore between the orv and achoshech. Everything's permissible. Everyone deserves everything. Everything's great. Everyone is equal. Every, everyone should sound so beautiful, right? If that's the case, then this pasuk is wrong. Chas v'shalom. Because the Torah tells us, Vayavdel elokim ben ha'or uven ha'choshech. That there is, in this world, the counter of light, which is choshech. Vayavdel elokim ben ha'or uven ha'choshech. This is k'neged sefer b'amidbar. Shehu mavdil ben yotzei mitzrayim lebae ha'aretz. One of the most interesting things that we don't pay attention to during Sefer Bamidbar is that Moshe Rabbeinu, at the end of Sefer Bamidbar, is left with barely anyone that started this journey with him. It's, the people are there, but it's new people. 38 years. It's, it's 39 years in Sefer Bamidbar, right? And the people are different people. And this is the differentiation between Yotz'ei Mitzrayim and Dor Ba'ei Ha'aretz. There's a Havdalah between the two. So as much light as the people that left Mitzrayim experienced just by the transition between leaving, being slaves to free people, take that comparison now to the next level of people that are wandering in the desert and then going into Eretz Yisrael is another evolution of the concept of a new form of revelation of light. Is that clear? He says over here, again, Vayavdel Elokim ben Aor ben Achoshech keneged Sefer Bamidbar, shehu mavdil ben Yotzei Mitzrayim lebae ha'aretz. Hainu, 
Dor Hamidbar, this is very interesting. This is Lamdash, I'm warning you, it gets a little bit heavy. Dor Hamidbar, Hem Nefashot Shel HaTorah Shebikhtav. The generation of the desert, those that received the Torah, they were there on Har Sinai, they are Nefashot of what's called Torah Shebikhtav. Why? Because that's what they received. Torah Shebikhtav. Nachon? Torah Shebikhtav means the written law. As we know, there are 600,000 nefashos in Am Yisrael, root souls in Am Yisrael. How many letters are there in the Torah? More, more or less, 600,000. That's Torah Shebikhtav, Keneged, those that were there. What are the numbers of the, what's the number of Jews that came into Eretz Yisrael? Is it 600,000? Mapitom. 30, huh? It's not that, it's a different number. The number 600,000 is shayach to the Torah Shebikhtav, the actual Torah that we have, that was given to us on Har Sinai. Ba'ei ha'aretz, hem ha'nefashot de Torah Shebaal Peh. The oral law. The oral law are the nefashos, that has to do with the nefashos that are coming into Eretz Yisrael. Kama Shekosu, like the Zohar HaKadosh says, when it says, de Masra Yoshua, hainu Torah Shebaal Peh, Masar LaKohanim Bnei Levi, without getting too, into, too much into it right now, the oral law, that which was given over after the Torah Shebikhtav was given, is a Masorah that in Pirkei Avos they show us, Umasarah Yoshua, Yeshua Leskenim, Leskenim Lanavim. This is already a different chain, Hishtashalus, of a Torah given down. I'm just going to read this and then, and then we'll, 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 we'll learn it outside. Ve'alzeh Amru, this is what the Gemara says, Pnei Yoshua Kepnei Levana. The face of Yoshua is like the face of the Levana, of the moon. What's Maishu Rabbeinu? The Chama, the sun. In comparison to Maishu Rabbeinu, Yeshua is like a moon. Mm-hmm. Which is considered light and darkness. Like it says, you've, you've, uh, you've dwelled me in darkness. The Gemara says, "Ze Talmuda shel Bavel." The Torah of Bavel, which is the Gemara, is considered Torah Shebaal Peh. Now, what's the difference between Torah Shebaal Peh and Torah Shebichtav? In this reference, sun and moon, so light and darkness. Light, bidiuk. As 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 it's yeah, mamash kacha. Hmm. Yeah. In comparison to what it was before. Torah Shabbat is considered here, but we're going to understand what, what kind of darkness we're speaking about. Yeah, The Midrash says, The people that walked in darkness, they saw a great light. Or gadol Torah Shabal Peh. We're given a bag. It's called Galut. It's called darkness. It's called Olam It's called whatever you want. Those that stuck to trying to decipher this Torah Shabal Peh, which is like darkness, eventually see the light within the darkness. But a special light. The, a special light. What, what kind of light? Only the first. The, which light is that? The aura. What's that? Well, one, it's reflective light, for, reflecting off of <coughs> uh, uh, the Shemesh, out uh, of the light, out uh, of Moshe Rabbeinu. But this light was, what kind of light are we speaking about? 
the or haganus, the concealed light that was con- that was oh, created. Bediuk. Now, who is that reserved for? Anyone that doesn't give up while they're in the darkness. They don't, darkness here doesn't mean I'm doing averas. It means I'm trying to be a good Jew. I'm trying to figure out what you want from me, Hashem. It's not so clear to me. I'm learning. It's not so clear to me. But if I stick to it and I'm a male in it, the light will be revealed to me through the darkness. What's the darkness in this context? Torah Shebaal Peh. Which isn't clear. Listen, where does Torah Shabbat begin? It's like a Mishnah. A Mishnah, you say a Mishnah, Halacha. <clears throat> the, the Mishnah, learning the Mishnah alone, would you know exactly what to do in this world? You need the Gemara to take what the Mishnah brings down and to mevarer how these sugyas really are applicable to us in today's day and age. I had a Shaila came up on sukkahs. Someone had a, a sukkah that was Mamish a tipi. Schach on top. Lower than 20 amas. Can you, is that kosher? What do you mean? Like shaped like that? It's like this. Mamish like this. How much of a hole for a roof? Let's say... Let's say half a meter. Let's say a meter. Is it kosher or not? So there's a gemara. So I called a rav because I couldn't figure it out based on the... I, couldn't, I, I was learning the gemara. I couldn't understand. I, I, first of all, I never saw such a thing like this before. I learned the Gemara, and I called the rabbi. I said, I can't figure this out. And he says, look again at the Gemara. The Gemara says, the Gemara that's saying that a tipi isn't kosher, that's when the walls aren't kosher. But if the walls are kosher, then the tipi-looking Gemara is fine. So you see here that the Gemara, it's like all of Torah Shabbat Pan, it's like all these questions... Is this kosher? Is this all right? Is this all right? But eventually you'll see every shayla you have about life is clear through going through the darkness. Darkness means unclarity. And that's why I like what you Or who said clarity? You said seeing, being able to see. Meaning be, getting clarity There's through seeing. Yes, yeah, so, so that, that's really... It's an interesting thing. Light means, and especially the light of the, the oraganos means, it's not like everything will be clear to you. It's through working hard through darkness, the clarity comes to you. It's not like this. No such thing like that in this world where one day you get it. It doesn't work like that. And that, he says, is the evolution of a yid through Torah Shabal Peh, Torah Shabichtav, Torah Shabal Peh, the written law and the oral law. It's there to get our brains to be accustomed to learning how to dig deep, deep, deep waters. Um, second to bottom line, Ubatargum shir ashirni ubatanchuma. The Moshe Rabbeinu alav shalom yada yom v'layla. Moshe Rabbeinu knew both. He only gave over one of them, but he knew both. Shebayom lamad Torah shebichtav. For 40 days, the Gemara says, he learned during the daytime Torah shebichtav. Ubalayla Torah For those forty nights, Moshe Rabbeinu in the night was learning. The Gemara says the the Chazal say, any chiddush that will ever come to us ever until a new Torah will come down with Mashiach, any chiddush that will ever come to us ever that has ever come to us and that will ever come to us was given to Moshe Rabbeinu during those forty nights. You know Rav Arush's name of the Yeshiva. 
That's what the Gemara says. Achut shel chesed came down on Moshe Rabbeinu at night when he was learning Torah Shabbat Peh. Now, when did Moshe Rabbeinu give over to us the Torah Shabbat Peh? When he left the world, he gave over to Yeshua. Basically, listen, this is how you bring down that Achut shel chesed through learning Torah Shabbat Peh. And he gave over to Yeshua as much to what extent and in Musag, as much as the reflective light worked, he gave to Yeshua, he gave to Yeshua that light that he got also at night on Har Sinai, the Torah Shabbat I never The light was Moshe Rabbeinu sees what he sees, and, and Hashem is saying to him basically through that story. Remember night, remember night seder, <laughs> remember night seder on Har Sinai. Night seder was that thousands, hundreds, and thousands of years from now, they're going to be giving shiurim based on what we learned at night seder on Har Sinai. Even if you don't understand it right uh, now. So that Reb says in another place is the emuna in Torah. The emuna in Torah is that even if I don't understand it right now, a little bit of it is in me. It's makif me. If I surround myself in a setting of Torah, then it's surrounding me. Eventually it's going to go in. Eventually I'll get it. One day it won't make sense. One day it will make sense. Right. Yeah, yeah. I thought you said one day it won't make sense. Yeah. One day it will make sense. Now this, Hashem is saying, is the difference between two dorot. This, what we're describing right now, had nothing to do with Dor Yotzei Mitzrayim. Dor Yotzei Mitzrayim were there to experience these miracles beyond belief, to receive the Torah Shebichtav, but to go into Eretz Yisrael, has, that's, not, that, that's not the life. That going to Eretz Yisrael is the Amelut in the Torah Shebaal And then Hashem had to do Havdalah, Separation between two lights. So does choshech over here mean something negative? God forbid. It means a way to get to the light. Through the choshech, through unclarity, through sticking to it, even though it's not clear. That's dor ba'ehaaretz. That's the questions we get every day of I don't understand. I came to Eretz Yisrael, I sacrificed so much. Why is it so hard for my children? Or, you know, and add like 800,000 questions like that. That's the choshech we're speaking about. Okay? That's four. I told you. That's, I told you. It's the Jews. That's the difficult one. Now, he says like this. Vaikra elokim laor yom. That's the last time or is mentioned in Briyat Olam. God called the, de- the light day. Vaikra elokim laor yom. Established it. Can I get Sefer Mishneh Torah? This is? When the dream was repeated to Paro twice, then they said, This is right. When something is repeated again, it's established. That's Mishneh Torah. That's Sefer Dvarim. The repetition of all it makes it makes a kiyum to it, so to speak as we go over the Torah again in Mishnah Torah. V'hainu. Al yedei shenishna ha-davar pa'amayim, nitkayem ha-ola l'kiyum ha-olam, 
as something is repeated twice, the light is fixed for the world to exist. Liot nikra or yom. When you say, finish, finish the sentence, wow, it was clear as daylight, right? It's clear as daylight. So he says over here, nikra or yom When something is crystal clear to you, you call it daylight, you call it like light. That's what Sefer, that's what Mishnah Torah was establishing in the world, that the light with which Hashem began to create the world with, in Sefer Bereshit, nitkayem. We're going over the whole Torah again. That's the fixing of, that's, that's how he says, is the last, Vayikra Elohim Laor Yom, Keneged Sefer Mishneh Torah. Any questions on that one? Clear, clear as daylight or clear as midnight? <laughs> Most of these stories are clear as midnight, you know? But here he's just being, he's doing a beautiful, beautiful Yitzira of these five, of these five different elements, these five uh, times the light is, you know, the tzaddik looks at, he reads Sefer Bereshis, he's like, Parashas Bereshis, like, why is light mentioned five times? Oh, five. Must be a connection. Let's go deep. Let's understand. And that's how he begins to drill these points home. Now, he ends off with a, like a lamaisa over here. Vehine. Chamisha orot hema mitzad hamashpia Neged ha-chamisha midot ad yesod. We're not going to go too deep into this. The first five, what are the five, the first five midot, the five sfirot? Chesed, Gvura, Tiferet, Netzach, Hot. The sixth one is yesod, and the seventh one is malchut. So it says over here, these five lights, you want to plug this now into the week? Go for it. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is what we have to work with over here, the five times. So then, for instance, today would be Vaikra Elokim Laor Yom. That's what it would be. He says, that's Keneged Chamisha Midot Ad Yesod, Vehem Nishpaim Bechol Yom Mimea Shavua Al Yedei Kedushat Shabbat. These, this is classic Reb the sustenance that we are receiving right now, right now, on this Thursday, came from where? Shabbos. Do you remember Shabbos Cholamoyed? <laughs> How much has happened since Shabbos Cholamoyed, right? It's an amazing thing. When Yantav comes in the week, there's an addition here, obviously. But he says that every week, the five days that follow Shabbos are receiving its light, are receiving its sustenance from the Shabbos before. Chutz mi Erev Shabbat. Besides Friday. Because Friday is already hachana for Shabbat Abba for the next Shabbos. Therefore, there's no sixth time or seventh time that light is mentioned in the Briyat HaOlam. Because Friday had to do with the preparing yourself for something new. And the first five days of the week are receiving from five times that light was mentioned in the Briyat. That's Rabbi Tzedek's mind, how he sees the whole thing. Now I told you this is only a third of a longer piece. The rest of this piece, which we clearly don't have time for, and I definitely don't have the cup for it, is explaining how that works. The Kedusha of Shabbos. The Kedusha of Shabbos. But I want to go to something that you, you brought up, yeah. What essentially the Kedusha of Shabbos uh, is, is an ot. Ot, beini v'mene Yisrael, ot hi le'olam. Now what's an ot? An ot is something that's there, even if you don't feel it. Just like the Torah that you learn, that's there, even if you don't feel it, it's there. The Kedusha of Shabbos 
when we say it's, it, it brings Hitchut to the world, it's that we're going through another week and we're connected and there's a connection between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and us, even if I don't necessarily feel it, it's there. The way I can connect myself to feeling it again is through Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. This light that comes down, connected to the five times that the word or is mentioned in Briyat Olam. Shabbos, I'm busy preparing myself for a completely new receiving of or of light. So I want to say like this, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday are tunnels through which the light is mitpashet to everybody. I know we said it was only the third day of Sefer um, Vayikra, but every week that we experience Shabbos, what we take with us, that light, what's the first thing we do when Shabbos leaves? We light. Why? Because we know that there's no way in the world I'll be able to find anything unless I take with me the light of Shabbos somehow. Some people have a minag that they don't, you know, they, they light another candle from the light of Avdala. Does anyone do that? You do that? You do it. You have a candle lit, you don't blow that candle out. It goes out when it goes out. You, take, you light a candle from the light of Avdala, you keep it lit. So anyway, so this is just a beautiful way of, of us being introduced to the topic of light when it comes to Sefer Bereshit. So now if I asked you, what does light mean? What does light mean? Go back to the beginning of Shir. So what does light mean? <laughs> First of all, it means Chamisha Chumshei Torah. What else does it mean? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It can also mean, right, that. What else does it mean? Really, light is, you taste light through sticking to things when things are unclear. I don't know what light is exactly. I know it's there. I don't know what the Torah is exactly. I know it's there. I don't know what Eretz Yisrael is. I, don't, I know it's here. I, don't, I have no idea what Lama Ba is. But I know that when I stick to it in this world, and I have emuna that it's here, I don't see it yet, but I'm working hard on it, I know that that light that was created in the beginning of the world is waiting for me. And it, really what you said, Lisa, about being a reflective light, that's the way it works. This Reb Nachman calls it an or choser. Uh, like it's like a boomerang effect, almost. But it's always in comparison to the, to the sun. Yeshua, Yeshua was able to receive, because the Gemara says about the light of the moon, from it, the light of the moon, is there, is there really light in the moon? There's nothing. What's the light of the moon? Reflective light of the sun. From the time of Torah Shebichtav, there is no such thing as a new light. It's all in comparison to how much I make myself bittel to the light that preceded it, which was Torah Shebichtav. So really, Torah Shebaal Per, digging deep, can only come, I can only come and continue the chain if I realize something happened, there's a Shemesh, I'm here to become a Levana. But for another person, I may be a Shemesh. Understand? I mean, who could be a Shemesh for someone else? Only if you're a Levana to what came before you. That's light. The way light in our tradition goes down is if I can become a Levana to the Shemesh that's in front of me, I can become a Shemesh to the future Levana that's next to me, that, that will follow me, or that's around me. So light is basically the secret of Bittu. Light is the secret of Anava. The way, the way that light, and Hashem says, I'm going to create this light 
but it's going to be given access to those that are willing to become levanas, willing to become moons. And the door, Ba'e Ha'aretz, they were mamash levana, they were, they, were, they were moons. We can't really say that about Dor Yotzei Mitzrayim, because they thought they were on such high levels already because of what they experienced. Shem says, okay, you experienced that for a certain reason, but to go into Eretz Yisrael is not going to work like that. Anyone that comes like this to Eretz Yisrael, or anyone that comes to learn Torah like this, Zelolech. Huh? Kanan. Hachna. The only way it's going to be. So as we embark on another year of learning, another sivuv, another beautiful privilege to delve into the Torah, it should always be through hachna, through anava, through hoping that we could be true levenot, to receive, to become reflective lights in order to be sons for, for the next generation as well. All right, Mishakoch. There won't be a class on Sunday, but we're going to continue next Thursday, Bezat Hashem.